1: It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutel and Nuanez, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Hello, Montana. Uh LeBron James. If there is no NBA season, what does this mean for him? And Aaron Best, the head coach of the Eastern Washington Eagle football team on the show. Hi, how are you? It is Tutel Nuwana's Ryan Tutel here. Colton Nuwana's over there. It is outstanding to be with you on this Thursday afternoon. Hope you are having a spectacular day. Nice and sunny out in the world. That's got to feel good. It's not terribly warm which also suits me to an absolute t i hope it does you as well we appreciate you letting us be with you on this thursday afternoon uh if you would like to listen live on the world wide web you can do so 1029 espn.com you go there you check it out on the stream the stream is available all the time it's there thanks to opportunity bank your local bank your opportunity and all guests when they join us do it via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line, or in this case today, the Rangage Brothers RV Zoom line, which we use Woo. to uh, talk to uh, Coach Best. So appreciate that. Let's take a look at what we have in the show today, uh, Colton. We spent some time last week talking about uh, uh, the NBA and and some of the storylines surrounding if the season does not resume or if it resumes late. You know who's who's most affected, who's most benefited, perhaps maybe in the case of like the Golden State Warriors who. Are likely going to finish with the worst record in the NBA, though they would probably not have if the season would have finished out because they get, namely Steph Curry, back into the fold, Uh, and so they, you know, obviously have a a great chance at a well, a certain chance at a high pick and perhaps a number one overall pick uh, in there, but also a lot of guys that this hurts Giannis. Uh, being one and LeBron James but we didn't key too much in on the LeBron part of this which I know is uh something that you are very interested in I am as well and so we wanted to talk about that uh as well so we'll get into that a little bit we also there's been a couple of pieces of movement at the high school level in the coaching uh uh, ranks uh uh, jeff balich has stepped down as the boys head coach at manhattan christian will remain the girls head coach and he'll also be the athletic director there at manhattan christian Uh, of course his son caleb uh, is on at montana state playing basketball uh for danny sprinkle there and uh so we'll, we'll get into that uh as well also hoop fest being moved back for the time being a couple of months into august so we'll get into that a little bit and also at the top of the hour looking forward to this aaron best the head coach of the eastern washington eagle football team he joined us earlier today on a zoom call uh which we will bring to you and uh, again our continuing series of uh football coaches around the big sky conference in the off season we've we've done this for the last several years but this time um It's sort of like, well, of course they're going to do it this time to talk, so we might as well do it, doing it on the Zoom call and stuff like that. So uh, plenty to talk to with Coach uh, Best, obviously, in the national championship game two years ago and then last year not making the postseason and so you know trying to get that thing back up to uh, the level that it's been recently and uh, covered that as well as uh, the re-entry of bo baldwin into the big sky coaching ranks uh, obviously the longtime eagles coach best said probably the greatest coach in the history of the of the school uh bo baldwin at that at eastern so uh, fun conversation we'll bring that to you at five o'clock coulter how you doing over there bud doing pretty well you feeling it feeling okay yeah yeah Tommy, oh, he's he's disappeared. He's into the uh, into the oh oh oh. It's like a what? whack-a-mole thing, or like a, a, a jack-in-a-box type of thing. You just down there pushing on wires, and then you pop up to say hello. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm well. You okay? I scored a major slam dunk today. I know. Do you want to blow this now, or do you want to tell the people later? That's up to you. No, because I mean, at, go
2: ahead. Go ahead. You remind me all the time. Yeah. when I crack this mic that it's your show. Right, it's my show. So you tell me if I'm allowed to spew great news to the masses or not. You go ahead, you tease the thing, they're all excited about
1: it. They can't do anything with it at this time, but they will be able to in in the future, so tell them.
2: Got a cool new phone number today. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) No, no, you don't understand how sweet it actually is. Okay, tell us why. It's the coolest number of all time. The new studio number, which is not yet in effect, but will be in effect soon. That's correct. Okay. What is it, Tommy? Nine. It's area code 406. Well, that's a good start. 900-1029. How you, does a 900 number in the 406 area code even exist, man? Now, I, I don't know. Are, is this it, is good work by you, Tommy. I know it is. Do you think is. we're going
1: to get any misdials on the <laughs> 900 side of this thing? No, People looking for a different sort of show? What? Oh, uh, you're too young. All right. It's too telling. New one is I Think he's going for like ESPN the nine zero two one zero. No, 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 no. You might be too young too.
2: Little uh, eight six seven five three zero oh nine. Is that what?
1: <laughs> there it is. Now we've got it.
2: Okay. Wow. You're so you're such a dad. You can't even make yeah. a dad joke, Ryan. Uh, How does right. that feel? LeBron
1: James Coulter is not playing basketball. Him and everybody else. And uh, Giannis, by the way, doesn't even have a basketball, which is sort of a surprising. Thing. At least as a couple of weeks ago. Wait, what? Had, had, hadn't well, I guess he's got a ball. He doesn't have a hoop. Got no place to actually go play <coughs> basketball. Has not touched a basketball since basketball ended. How, bro? That's a great question. You hadn't heard this, man. I mean, if, the, if this is what he said, Giannis said, I. It's been it was like if, a month. He's like, I'm not playing. I haven't played basketball since the season ended.
0: If we're projecting that Jameis Winston will get way better at playing quarterback because he gets his eyes fixed. I think that I'm not. Pro- I think we could probably project that Giannis would be really a lot even more otherworldly at basketball if he actually owned a basketball.
1: Right. I mean, hey, I was the MVP of the league.
0: I didn't own a ball. Then I bought one. How good can you be then? I mean, just, just how does
1: he not have a ball? I don't, I need to know the details of this. Just go just go search it out. It's true. But this is not about Giannis. This is about LeBron James. who presumably, presumably does have a basketball and probably a court that he is uh, working on at his house, wherever it is that he is uh, hanging out during this time. But when we talked about the different scenarios of of who this would affect for better or for worse mostly i mean everybody for worse in some way right but mm-hmm. uh in terms of you know there's some teams that were not going to the playoffs that you know are probably so much the better if the season doesn't return whatever we start our off season we get ready for next year try to re- regroup take a look at you know drafting and all that kind of thing but there is a group of people a lot of a lot of teams i mean we got 16 teams going to a playoff and a bunch of individuals looking to you know uh, uh, make a name for themselves or build their names and all that sort of thing. Uh, this is big time. Uh, obviously, what happens in the postseason, this is where it really matters. Where people, you know, make those memories. And LeBron James is clearly that. And you brought up LeBron James, um, and and as did Stephen A. Smith earlier this week. In, I thought an interesting light in relationship to what matters with LeBron James because it's not that the regular season doesn't matter, it's just that we know. It's been 11 years of being basically the best player in the game, certainly the most consistent player in the game, night in and night out, and all that has mattered is the end for LeBron.
0: Yeah, you and you asked me when we were planning this segment an interesting question. You said, well, don't we judge everybody by the ultimate end of the season and the ultimate end of their careers? I think we do, but I think the NBA has more tears when it comes to the way guys are remembered and the reverence they're remembered with than the other pro sports. Because there's a couple guys that are just almost untouchable because of the level that they won at and the fact that they almost were impervious to losing. Guys like Michael Jordan and Bill Russell... They're the ones that made it all about winning championships. But there's all sorts of other guys that have won one or no championships that we still remember with great reverence. And although there is like this asterisk with a guy like Karl Malone or a guy like Charles Barkley or a guy like Steve Nash, it's not that omnipresent. But there's just like this pantheon that, that certain players can ascend into. And then once you're into that level where LeBron James is at right now, LeBron James is only getting judged amongst the group that also includes Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan, that's right. and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That that's it, and that's all. And I think that LeBron, because like you said, absolutely the most consistent player. I mean, I would argue in the history of the NBA. I mean, in terms of his performance, there's never been anybody that's played at this high a level for this long. He was playing at among his highest levels in his entire career. LeBron is so good and we take him for granted so much that we forget that this guy is in his 17th year in the sure. league. The other guys that he came in that got drafted with him, I mean, Dwayne Wade's out. Chris Bosh has been out. Carmelo Anthony is a, a shell of himself. And LeBron James is a, a, at the peak of his power still. But I thought Stephen A. Smith said it best. He said, LeBron James, we don't even consider the beginning or the middle. All we look for is the finality of the end. And so... There's all sorts of teams this year that had a lot of good things robbed in them. There's also a lot of teams, I think, that are going to be able to mask and forget about some of the disappointments of this year, like you were saying with the Golden State Warriors. I think that the uh, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers have underachieved. Not a lot of people are going to remember that if this season does not come back. But if the season does not come back, I think the Lakers are robbed of two things. I think, one, even though LeBron, we think he's immortal, he's not. There's, there is going to be a time when he finally starts to take a step back. It's, I don't think it's going to be now. Uh, it's not this year, next year. I mean, I, he has a little window left still, I think. But it doesn't last forever. And this was going to be the year that I think that they had the best chance to win it. So you rob him of that. And then also the, you talk about this was supposed to be the Kobe Bryant Memorial Championship. Mm-hmm. That was going to be the fuel. That was going to be the amazing narrative all through the summer. LeBron trying to win one for Kobe what a storyline and they still might be able to have that same quest next year, but it's just not going to have the the same clout as it does with since this
1: just happened. That's right. And I, I, for one am still cautiously optimistic that we will have something of a playoffs in the NBA. So I, I hope that that happens. And I think that there's a, there's a decent chance that it will happen. But what you said is absolutely right. And I think this is the thing to remember. Like, I don't care if LeBron James already won 17 consecutive cha- – or 16 consecutive championships since the day he stepped foot in the league. You never get another shot at this one. Like, it only happens this year one time, and that's it. And so for everybody – there's no there's no, well, we'll just rewind and set it up for next year. No, that's next year. That's what it is. You don't you don't get this thing again. It's the same thing with, you know, we'll see what happens in golf. The Masters has been moved back, okay, but the open championship has been canceled, okay? They're not, they're not playing that major. Well, there's a major that somebody isn't gonna get, and especially if you're an aging star, or, you know, a Tiger Woods, a Phil Mickelson even, some of that, that's that's one of those last opportunities to put another claret jug and another feather in the cap of your career that just goes by the wayside it just doesn't exist anymore and so uh you know this this thing of you know on to the next one okay that's what you got to do but it is uh, I, I think they really are are doing everything they can to try and create an opportunity to get something done now the one thing that i could see happening is what if they do a scenario culture where they have an 18 playoff right they just They just fast forward the the, the top four teams. You know, there's going to be some teams in the bottom five or the bottom four, five through eight, especially in the West, that are going to go, well, you know, let's start drawing the asterisks very big and very bold on this because this team won the championship and we're not so sure they would have got out of the first round if they would have had to play us. And I think that that is a conversation that that will certainly be part of the narrative. And it, let's say Le- LeBron and the Lakers were to win a championship that was a, a an 8-team or what if it was even a 4-team type of scenario. Is that the same I mean, it would be the same. They would get the trophy. They'd raise the banners. They'd pop the champagne, of course, and all that same thing. Right. But would it be – would you feel like, okay, that was the, that was a legitimate championship that they won. They did it. Well, let me ask you. Do
0: you – are all five of Tim Duncan's championships legitimate?
1: What happened? Was there a shortened well, t- season? Tim
0: Duncan won the, his first championship during his second year in the NBA in 1998 after a lockout shortened season. They only played okay. 50 regular season games. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I I think so. And you see, because you didn't really even remember that, right?
0: I think, but it was not a shortened
1: playoff. It was not a shortened playoff, but it was a shortened season. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Look, if the season stops right now and they play all sixteen teams, I don't I don't care about it. It, You could you could play twenty games, have something happen, and go. Okay, we're going right here with the sixteen. Now, Mm -hmm. I think that would be that would be. So short that you would certainly have some questions to ask about it. If they played all sixteen teams, though, there is nothing but a hundred percent that is the championship of that team that goes and wins that thing, period. Right. If it was eight teams, I would still feel very strongly that the winner of that tournament is a very legitimate champion. If you just took the top two seeds and said we gotta play the Eastern and Western Conference Finals and then go straight to the finals and we got you know 3 weeks or whatever it is to get it in um that to me would be a championship but it would you you would not be able to speak about that without speaking about the fact that there were 12 very good teams that were not present to challenge right. for that thing
0: right no no doubt no doubt the last dance michael jordan movie Can't is wait. coming out on Can't sunday wait.
1: Is it about Jordan? It's about the ninety eight season. It's about the ninety eight right? season, right? But obviously central's on <laughs> Jordan, but it's right, not a right. Jordan. No, dog. no, no, it's not a Jordan dog. Right. It's it's the, the
0: entry point to the documentary is when Phil Jackson announced right. early in the year that this was to be his last That's season right. and then Jordan got up there and said, I am not interested in playing for another coach. Yeah. So that everybody read between the lines and said, Well, if Phil's leaving, then this is Michael Jordan's this last is it. season. And I think it's just about the – I mean, Steve Kerr has talked about this a lot now later on in his life, but he's talked about how there's no way to really comprehend the magnitude and the star that Michael Jordan was. But let's bring this back around to the LeBron James narrative because I think that the 21st century in the NBA has had a great many of the greatest players of all time. I actually think that if you were to tell me, hold my feet to the fire and say, name the top ten players in NBA history – I would actually say, with the exception of Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, and Michael Jordan, that the other guys that would be in my top 10 have all played in this century. They've all Mm -hmm. played in our lifetime. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, I think, is there. I think Steph Curry, eh, I don't know if he's quite there, but he's he's in the mix.
1: He's... I would say he's not there not yet. yet. Yeah, but 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 he is absolutely on track to be. No question. There. Well, yes. I mean, one of the, he. I, I'd say he's a top twenty five player of all time. I've right I've now. always I've always felt that ch- changing the game in a in in a clear and palpable way, where the right. game shifted because of you, yeah. is maybe as big a deal to me when you talk about legacy and greatness. And Steph Curry is that guy. He already is that guy. No so, question. No, so, yeah. no question.
0: My point about this current generation is this. I think that Michael Jordan changed the world of sports more than any person has probably changed their mm-hmm. their avenue of pop culture that in all of America. Yeah. And I also think, though, that so much of that has been trend-setting, pace-setting for the league, but I also think that he defined what we define as greatness in the NBA, and I think that it's a... I think for him is a singular th- moment that will never happen again. So I almost think that it's a, a poor way of judging greatness in the NBA, because I just think that Michael Jordan is is himself. It's it's what, he is in a tier all his own, not only because of his talent and not only because of what the high level that he won at, but also just because. Jordan, he redefined everything, but it's it was such a moment in time that's never going to happen again either. Do you know what I mean? I, I guess to compare and contrast Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, which are the two uh, probably most fair, even though it's unfair to argue anybody in the same era as Jordan, to compare and contrast those guys, I, I just think we need to have a different standard. Not a different standard. We need to analyze it from a completely mo- uh, different level because... So much of the mystique of Jordan was that he never lost a a finals, an NBA finals. Mm -hmm. But people have forgotten all the times he lost before he got there. Mm -hmm. LeBron started getting there at a way earlier age. And so he had to endure many of his greatest... I mean, people don't remember how bad the Pistons destroyed the Bulls in the the Eastern Conference playoffs three years in a row. Mm -hmm. We just see LeBron losing with these terrible Cleveland teams the last couple years in the finals. And then everybody lays it all at LeBron. I think that there's different elements. If Jordan wouldn't have retired for two years in the middle of his career, who knows? Would he have won eight straight? Some people would say absolutely. Other people might say no. But what would we? how would that impact his legacy? Say they lose to the Shaquille O'Neal magic, even with Jordan playing, and don't go to the finals. Or say they lose to Elijah Juan's Rockets in the finals. How does it impact the way we remember it? I, I just think that it's skewed it a little bit, and, but I also just think that it's, that's what brings this full circle. That's why this is so unfortunate because LeBron right now, his individual greatness is unquestioned. His longevity and his consistency is unquestioned, but he's stuck in the group but in the back of the group because he doesn't have the ring. He needs one more. He needs maybe two more. And if, if he doesn't have it, then he's going to have guys like Tim Duncan being held over his head in terms of legacy, forever.
1: Here, here's the thing, though. I Tim Duncan, you know, one his greatest power forward of all time, right? Yes. Nobody's is anybody arguing that Tim Duncan's better than LeBron James? I'm not. But no. But we will if 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 LeBron James's career. Ends with less titles than
0: Tim Duncan. Yeah. I think we'll, we will always bring that up in conversation. Man, LeBron was so sweet, but. I, I mean,
1: maybe. <coughs> I tend not to think so. Uh, not 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 with with Kobe. Yes, like if he finishes with four and Kobe finishes with five, then when they compare Kobe and LeBron, all the Kobe guys are going to say five, 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 five. And you know what? They're that, that that's fair. Okay, that, that's fine. But Kobe and LeBron are to me a very is a very open and great conversation about uh, of greatness. But I am. I mean, they're in the they're. It, they compared to Barkley, Malone, uh, uh, uh Duncan. There, there's not a conversation there to me about about that group of guys, and th- this is a, they're in another tier above those guys, right? And and I don't I don't think that's all that controversial. I mean, totally. Barkley's is I mean, he's as great as it gets, all that kind of thing. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's not LeBron James. Well, nobody is. That's the whole point, though. Is like. This is why I
0: I root for very few things in sports. I root for LeBron James to win every single title that has ever existed during his career. I hope he wins all the rest of them until he gets done playing. Only because I think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player that's ever lived. I think he is the person that is best at basketball, that's ever played the game. But he will not be remembered like that like by the masses unless he wins several more rings. And to me, that's unfortunate because he truly is, he, he, he was... The prodigy. I mean, he is the one that was anointed, and he's almost lived up to it. But there will be this, this. Oh, he he has lived. He's up to he's it. lived up to it for sure. But I just yes. think there is a lot of haters out there. I guess the haters would would go away quite a bit if lebron if LeBron had a handful of rings.
1: If he had five rings on his hand, he could just flash them. Nobody could hate. I, I I just don't know where you are coming from. I mean, because what do you mean? I, I don't think that. I do think that if he had five or six rings, it it does go, I mean, that would that would take it to a whole nother level, okay? But I don't think there's that many haters of LeBron James left. Like, who's out there hating on... Uh, do I think that Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James? Yes, I do. If LeBron James had five rings, would I think that Le- Michael Jordan was better than LeBron James? Yes, I would. And it w- and it's not about, like, disparaging LeBron. It is... Here's what... Here's so, what so here's what... What if this... Yeah. Anthony Davis is only 27 years old. Yeah.
0: Anthony Davis, in his own right, is elite. uh, I mean, he was a prodigy at one point as well. No question. And he was coming fully into his own next to LeBron. Because LeBron, he has a lot of wear, but not a lot of tear on the tires, if you know what I mean. LeBron James? Yeah. Right. LeBron's driven all the miles, but the tires are still fresh. Because he's, I mean, last year when he got hurt, was the first time he's ever been hurt at all. Yep. So, it's not – complete uh, that, that, and that's what brings me full circle to this whole conversation because I truly think the Lakers would have won the title this year. That would have been one in the bank, and then, you, it, then we could have had realistic conversations. Okay, can these guys win two out of the next three after this year? Mm-hmm. Can they push this thing so LeBron gets six rings before he's 40? Mm-hmm. And you take this season out, and I don't think that's realistic now. I guess what I'm saying is as a as slim chances it was that LeBron could have caught Jordan – it wasn't over yet, and if it, the Lakers not getting the title this year,
1: you can't say it's fully over. Still, but it just makes it so much more unlikely. Let me ask you this: Now, turn the tables. Let's say that they they came back, and the Lakers still don't win. They either lose to the Clippers, say, in the Western Conference mm-hmm, Finals, mm-hmm. or they lose, say, to the Bucks in the, in the finals. Right? Is that what does that do to? Maybe not your picture of LeBron, but this oh, I- this idea of LeBron James. I mean, I think my picture of
0: LeBron as well, man. I think that every time LeBron loses in the finals, it it just it it diminishes it just a little bit. Here is the one because thing- you could because it always comes back to the mental part. Mm-hmm. It's not the physical part; it's the mental part. And love it, hate it, buy it, don't buy it. The world has been sold the narrative that Michael Jordan's the most ruthless competitor that's ever competed in the NBA, maybe ever competed in pro sports. I yes. think most people believe that. I think that the the proof is in the pudding. I mean, when you watch him, he's he's the most ruthless athlete I could ever think of watching. Mm-hmm. But I think then people people will always say, "Well, LeBron just didn't have what Jordan had. He just didn't have the killer
1: instinct." That's that is exactly right. But there, there here's the thing: this is unfair. Okay. It's not that LeBron doesn't have, quote, the killer instinct. LeBron's as cold-blooded as they come. Any guy who is at that level for that long is, in the best possible sense, maniacal, right? I mean, they, they Kobe, right. the same thing. But LeBron James and Kobe Bryant both were in a final scenario. And I'm not even talking about LeBron in his first the first time through including what year was that Coulter in terms of how many years to be in the league when he took the Cavs to the finals that first one that they lost
0: that he had been in the league
1: for uh, that was in 2009 so he'd been in the league for six years okay but that that went, you know that first time through that loss in the finals I think everybody in the world gives him complete credit for that I mean th- that sure. team was awful in i mean r- relatively speaking except oh, no there's for no relatively him. speaking they had i mean Damon Jones was yeah. uh, starting so so he this is this reminds me of John Elway's Broncos in the in the 80s that were going to the Super Bowl and getting blown out 45 to 10 by Washington and everybody else because you're like well what what why didn't you show up at the Super Bowl well the fact they're in the Super Bowl was a minor miracle maybe a major one and that's how i feel about LeBron here as the first one but the two that they lost in Uh, in uh, Miami and also Kobe when they lost to Boston could not find it to just quote-unquote will their team to where they needed to get to to win and that is unfair but that is the way that everybody myself included views Michael Jordan now Jordan's bulls we're far better te- – well, I don't know. That that Heat team is a very good team. I mean, you talk about Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh yeah. in his prime, and LeBron James. It's tough to do better than that. But, yes, Jordan, Pippen, and then whatever the cast is around, which is all very good in their own right. Right. I mean that's that's unbelievable. So it's certainly not all to Jordan's credit, even though he garners all the credit. Man, but I'm, the point is, you never saw it. You never saw it where it wasn't there for him when the moment had to be had. They never even went to a seventh game in a in a in a in a in an NBA Finals, and that is the thing that you did see at some point uh, in Kobe and LeBron both that they weren't that they didn't get themselves or maybe didn't get their team there, or maybe it's vice versa. If their team didn't get them there, however you want to cash it out. You never saw that with the with the Chicago Bulls. And I think that more it's made a bigger deal of than it probably should be, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't there for everybody to see, and that to me is a point of separation.
0: I'm so glad you just said that. I hope people realize that in when they watch the last dance too, is that there is this narrative that Michael Jordan was was – just willing these poor teams to championships. Michael Jordan was surrounded by several of the greatest role players of all time. Were these guys top 100 NBA players like Dwayne Wade? Absolutely not. Well, Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen is. But but were they like top 50 players of all time, Mm -hmm. like some of the guys that LeBron's played with? Absolutely not. And that's why they were better to play alongside Michael Jordan. Imagine if... LeBron James could have just had a Steve Kerr in his life. I mean, Steve Kerr is not a Hall of Famer. Steve Kerr is a Hall of Fame-level shooter, though. Yeah. Steve Kerr is going to knock it down. When you hit him in the pocket, that, that's one for two. He's going 50% all day. Yeah. I mean, Jordan has two less titles than if it wasn't for Steve Kerr and John Paxson. Those two guys mm-hmm. made enormous shots. Mm-hmm. Horse Grant, way better than anybody ever remembers. I mean, th- those teams were really good, man. It, obviously because they had this centerpiece. But I think that's the other point, too, to finalize this. Even when Michael Jordan was playing with guys like Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, future Hall of Famers, there was no question who was Michael Jordan. Who was the dude? Yeah, that's right. LeBron has really attained that level of, of authority Late in his career, but Mm -hmm. he really struggled for it for a really long time. That's true. Early, Mm -hmm. and LeBron, I mean, Michael Jordan, he it's his way or the highway, but once you're in, you're all in and he's bringing you along. Whereas Kobe Bryant, it's his way or the highway. But if he just decides he doesn't like you, he's going to do everything until you either quit or they trade you. I mean, he Kobe Bryant eviscerated his teammates, and I think that's the difference. Michael Jordan, once he's decided you were in with him. And he's taking you all the way to the pros. No doubt.
1: Stu 2 Tell 2 9 ESPN Radio. We'll take a quick break on the other side. A couple of shifts, a couple of moves in the uh, world of prep sports when it comes to coaching, specifically in uh, girls' basketball here in Missoula. We'll talk about that right after this. <laughs>
3: At Blackfoot, we're experts at keeping businesses connected to customers and communities. During this time, we want to help share our expertise with your business. From advising on remote workforce systems to assessing internet connections, we're here to help deploy the solution you need to continue supporting your customers. How can we help your business? Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash remote workforce to learn more.
2: I ain't going down the big road by myself. And if I can't carry you, I'm about to
1: carry somebody else. Couple new basketball coaches. Well, one new one and one who's been around a little while that's shifting roles a little bit. How are you? Two tell newanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Great to be with you on this very fine Thursday afternoon. Hope you're having an outstanding day. We appreciate you being with us at Gus tell on the uh, social medias. If you're looking for us at 102.9 ESPN and at Skyline Sports MT for all your breaking news around the Big Sky Conference sporting world. Uh, it is time for our Farmer State Bank Prep Extra segment. Farmer State Banks, their lobbies might be closed, but Farmer State Bank is open for business as always online at FarmersEBank.com and also download the Farmer State Bank mobile app. Check balances, transfer funds easily and securely. Uh, Coulter, let's start at Manhattan Christian with Jeff Belich, who has been the head coach of the uh, boys' uh, uh, basketball team there for seven seasons, I think. Seven seasons, yep and uh, has elected now to step down from that role. He has also, though, been the girls' basketball coach, and he will continue being the girls' basketball coach. And to replace the boys' basketball side of things, he will now be the athletic director at Manhattan Christian, and uh, certainly well-known as a great basketball coach there. Six straight state tournament uh, appearances and three straight state title games, a great rivalry in Class C between Manhattan Christian and R. Lee for all those years. And then he goes ahead and they, they won the state tournament uh, two years ago. But uh, his son, Caleb, went all the way through, graduated, is now playing for Danny Sprinkle right down the road there in Bozeman. Uh, and so he's you know done a great job obviously coaching his son but coaching these teams as well. But now probably to make room to be the AD is, is letting go of half of his responsibilities as a coach going to stay on as the girls coach.
0: And Liz Flickermott stepping down as the AD. She's been the AD of Manhattan Christian forever. And uh, very memorable in her own right because she did a phenomenal job. I mean, Manhattan Christian is a tiny little class C school, oh, yeah. private school, and they have always been very, very competitive in sports, especially volleyball and boys and girls basketball. But uh, Coach Belich, um, we had him on the show last year after the state tournament, after I'm sure he woke up from what was maybe a three-day nap because yeah. – <laughs> I I had never actually seen this before. There's been a lot of people that have been boys and girls basketball coaches in Montana because for all of the 20th century, boys and girls basketball was a different season in Montana. So you could just do both. You coach girls basketball in the fall and boys basketball in the winter, Mm -hmm. and it was all good. But there's been very few people that have worn both hats since the seasons went the same. And I cannot remember anybody... That had multiple teams playing on Saturday in the state championship game, or in the state champ, in the state uh, tournament. tournament, right? Yeah, and, and, and then eventually advancing to the state championship game on the boys side. I think they lost in the semis on the girls side that time. But coaching in two state tournaments simultaneously, granted, Class C, they have them at the same site. Okay, but still, you're coaching two teams.
1: That's crazy. That is crazy. It is. Yeah.
0: So shows you what kind of worker that Jeff is. But I, you know, he's a guy that I've always. I competed with him and against him a lot of times in City League hoops and and various golf events and stuff like that. He's a great athlete himself. But um, I think this will afford him a little bit more time. Although AD and girls basketball coach still going to be busy. But now maybe he has a chance to go check out his son. Different kind of time. Totally. But now he can go watch his his son play at Montana State. So that's cool. But – I mean, he's definitely one of the best coach, small school coaches in Montana so this was a, it's a hit to the class C ranks but uh, he'll still be on the girl set so i guess that's good for everybody involved
1: in that little community uh in Missoula uh what, there's been there there have been five class AA mm-hmm. basketball uh vacancies as far as coaching both you know combined between the boys and the girls one of those has now been filled at Missoula Big Sky Jordan Featherman taking over Jordan Featherman uh, went to Big Sky High School back in the day and uh, has been a head coach at Lima and now has been back. Lima, at, uh, in oh fact. Oh, man. It's Not, t- he didn't go to Peru. That's nah, didn't go big to town Peru. Though. Big, big uh, town. Well, it, Lima, very high. One of the highest elevation capitals on earth. Did you know that, Coulter? Not the highest, mm. but one of It's mm-hmm, up there, mm-hmm, Lima. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Lima, my bad. Uh, he, anyway, is back in Missoula Big Sky And has been there for a little while, teaching math and helping out with some of the sports teams. But with the vacancy on the girls' side, he is going to take over the head coaching position there. And uh, so best to him. A long time, Missouli, the Featherman family. Shout out. What's up? So that's good.
0: No no doubt. I mean, Jordan's two years younger than me, and uh, he was one of the the better young athletes in his class. So he played up on varsity for both football and basketball. So I got to know him back then. Uh, But I, I always remember him as a kid as a guy that was just love sports. But if you would have told me that guy's going to grow up to be a basketball coach, I would mm-hmm. have said, yeah, he will. He will. It's mm-hmm. exactly what I thought he would be. I thought he would be the big sky basketball coach someday. I really thought that that would be the case. So, uh, I mean, he got into coaching right away. He was the coach at, uh, at Lima when he was, I think 21 years old was when mm-hmm. he was first hired. And then he also went to Gardner and rebuilt their girls program. And, uh, then he spent the last couple years out in Seattle uh, his wife was going to medical school out there, and that's where he first started coaching girls' basketball. So he came back this year, like you said, has been teaching at Big Sky this year. He helped Matt Johnson in the football side of things, mm-hmm. and uh, now takes over as the girls' basketball coach. So it'll well, be interesting uh, to see. But we need some – I'm happy about this as a Big Sky alum and just as somebody that really – what's going on with basketball in Missoula, I think it's great for Hellgate and Sentinel, but it's just – it. it's really bad for the state of competition when you have teams – In this top classification in the state, that just literally have no chance. Yeah. I mean, Big Sky was getting beat by 40 and 50 points this year. That's just dumb. It's not worth the danger of the travel in Montana in the winter (laughs) if you don't have a real varsity team. Right. And so now, but so much of it has been because there's been so much turnover turnover in the athletic director, turnover in so many different coaches. I mean, the girls, since Marty Labenguth was there forever and ever and ever, and since she stepped away, it's just been a rotating door. Mm -hmm. I know that Jordan is committed to this. I haven't actually spoken to him about it. I'll be interested to see. We're actually going to probably have him on next week, and uh, he'll be a good guy to interview. But, just knowing him a little bit, he's going to establish a program there, and that's going to be just what it's what Big Sky needs. Because even if you're not going to be state championship contenders, you can't just be going over and just losing every game by well, the, forty. This is not the, good for anybody. The
1: very first step to to being competitive is having stability. Yeah, right. And you, you, you I mean. You take a look at Hellgate football, like what did they get? They got, you know, a new athletic director and they got a coach who says, yes, I want to be here. I'm here. I know what the situation is and I'm here to build this thing. And hopefully uh, that can be the case there and there can be some wins coming. You know, the uh, Feathermans uh, and the Two-Tails, they were, uh, you know, uh, neighborhood uh, 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 alums. What do they call those? Neighbors, I guess is the word. (laughs) <laughs> that would be the word. Um, and Mr. Featherman uh, probably does not know this, but I have uh, and continue to feel uh, just so very, uh, h- how can I say this, uh, not up to snuff in, uh, you know, I don't know what the word is. I used to know, but I've lost all the English words. Anyway. What, what are you He has about? once. And yeah, I just it's feel, the worst I, you know, part and about he, you. like when you start comparing you know, yourself to other people, which you should never do. But I always know, like every time I drive that car, you know, my car by their house or they drive by, I just know that that just just raining judgment, you know, like how as it should, how could this, how could this person be in such a state of dilapidation that they can't even wash their car? Exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: Constant comparison makes us transparent. You shouldn't compare yourself to other people in a lot of different elements, but you should when it comes to the standard that you live your life by and you should just clean your car.
1: I don't. I don't consider that a standard. Th- I think that's the whole point. Man. Yeah,
0: like, it's a direct reflection of the inside. So of your it's brain.
1: a. It's a reflection. I feel inadequate. That's the word. That's what go. I feel inadequate. So you know. Well, we do. This uh, is not on him. This our is our on me. Our new studio
0: is right next to a uh, really nice car wash. So
1: right. I mean, I could do that, but that would take me like 90 more seconds before I made it home, and I
2: just don't know if I have that kind of time. Are you willing to spend more money to clean the car than you did to buy the car? Well, I have no choice
1: because I got the car for free. So if it's going to get cleaned, it's going to cost me something. And so, ergo, you know, maybe that's my thing. Maybe if I actually got out there and purchased like a car, like a normal human being, you know, maybe I would have, I feel, I would feel more invested in it. You know, the van we do our best with, but the we, you know, if you can blame your children for things, you do it. Like, that's what I've found as a parent, like whatever the issue is, like, hey, (laughs) why didn't you invest in the stock? Well, you know, my kids, you know, I don't know. And uh, you just blame them. And so that's what I've been. So, you know, when the van's dirty, you can blame the child, but nobody can really blame anybody but myself on on the car. I'm the primary uh, driver and uh, uh, passenger in this thing. Very deep. Very Very deep. Deep. It's a little shallow, really, if you ask me. It's our prep extra segment. It's brought to us by the Farmer's State Bank. Farmer's State Bank, their lobbies are closed, but the bank is open for business, as always, online at farmersebank.com. Also, download the Farmer's State Bank mobile app. You can check your balances, transfer funds, all that stuff, easily and securely, securely with the Farmer's State Bank. Farmer's State Bank, your Montana bank, since 1907. On the other side, McKinley Mahalish has been on this show. Can we say friend of the show? I think we can. Sure. She's got a new plan for her future. We'll tell you what it is next.
3: At Blackfoot, we're experts at keeping businesses connected to customers and communities. During this time, we want to help share our expertise with your business. From advising on remote workforce systems to assessing internet connections, we're here to help deploy the solution you need to continue supporting your customers. How can we help your business? Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash remote workforce to learn more. Might be moving to Montana
2: soon, just to raise me up a crop of dental floss, raising it up, waxing it down in a little white box that I can sell uptown. By myself, I wouldn't have no boss, but I'd be raising
1: my lonely. You know, I, I don't know where you find most of the things that you find, Tommy, but I really got to know where 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 is this coming from?
2: This is from a record as okay, produced by Frank Zappa, one of the great musicians of all time.
0: If Frank Zappa wasn't so weird, would you actually think he was good?
2: What do you, what does that even mean? That's like a weird qualifying cornering, yeah, it's very... You're such a journalist, man. <laughs> you know, uh, no, he's good because he is good. Whether or not you think it's normal or weird is your view. You that's,
1: that's right. I mean, you you of all people should be like the Frank Zappa number one like really? foam finger. Absolutely. Why? Because you love so all it the weird like I things. I ride
0: a little tricycle around while I'm wearing my circus outfit.
1: All, all I'm saying is that you're the one who never wants to have anything be normal or whatever. True. And so this is the one guy who got out there and got weird on it. And how many, how many records he put out? A hundred and fifty.
2: I think somewhere around there in the first year, and then the <laughs> final one was the Yellow Shark. It was close to three or four hundred. His
0: uh, prolific. Musicianship and and his musical diversity is absolutely beyond compare. There's no one that's like him.
1: I mean, he he's a absolutely a genius.
0: There's no, no doubt.
2: absolutely a genius.
1: Uh, okay, uh, I should clarify because I have made a mistake. <laughs> but McKinley Mahalish,
0: <laughs> don't worry, I'm just stepping in Tommy's toolbox. What is, is going on? Here. Over I don't know. Here. I got shrapnel in my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on the camera right now, so it's all good. Um, I'm, I'm, so I'm going to do the to show over here. here. Put your know, shirt see. back on, though, still. <laughs> uh, anyway, I might never take my shirt off again after the <laughs> quarantine is over. This is That part's going real bad for me what you, are you are You talking going about? shirt you got, free at home oh, or no what? i'm just talking about the fitness level i mean i was doing cycling oh, classes, oh i, I, I lost see. a bunch of weight and now all i do is eat and drink
2: no there's nothing stopping you from jogging over to home depot to pick me up a couple tools to finish that project well, over you there you know Coulter. i mean if i didn't
0: have a nail sticking out of the bottom of my shoe right now i'd be jogging right along oh. you
2: know this is the one thing
1: about this thing is just almost nothing's changed for me go home lift the kids go to bed you know that's it. Show up at my house and give me some headphones. Yeah,
0: need some Walk earbuds. Need some I haven't earbuds. been
2: home in about 90 days, so know, yeah. just rub that right on in. <laughs> now, where have you been living? In here. Here. here.
1: Yeah, dude. Have right. you seen my apartment? We leave and Tommy dives to the bottom you of You got me. one in the downstairs, downstairs.
2: there? Downstairs. Mm. Are there pelts? Or do you have things soft things to lay <laughs> there on? There are very comfortable things down there yeah. for relaxing and other Recreational. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to
1: hear about your apartment anymore.
2: Uh, McKinley Mahelis
1: is a three-sport athlete from Helena Capital. Uh, she is a phenomenal track athlete, though, and we did want to mention yeah. her within the context of the prep extra. So, just Colter, quickly uh, give give them the rundown on McKinley Mahelis before we get into some of these cancellations. Well, she
0: was one of our mattress firm Student of the Week yep. earlier this year, and she was uh, the most memorable. Uh, female interview i think for me i mean she she did a great job she was very uh fun to talk to she's uh, had some good jokes uh but helena capital had a lot of success girls sports this year and she was on the state championship volleyball team she was on the co-state champion basketball team and now she's heading to the university of montana to run track and field Outstanding. that's uh, what she had told us that she was thinking about wanting to do and uh then she got a scholarship and uh here she is So is she'll, official. Be, she'll be uh Long sprinter slash middle distance. I don't. She's run the two hundred and the four hundred in high school. She told the Helena Independent Record that she might want to try the eight hundred in college. I think you know, just following her times and the way that they translate, I think that's probably her best bet be a 400, 800 runner. Yeah. And so uh, we'll see, but uh, we'll we'll play her interview for you a little later on this week, right?
1: Yep. Very good. Yep. That's the plan tomorrow. We will uh, do that as we re- revisit some of our best of in the uh, Student of the Week series, uh, Colter cancellations and postponements uh, these seem to be coming out uh on a pretty regular basis now and most recently hoop fest in spokane which everybody here knows knows about hoop fest I I mean, everybody it's,
0: everywhere right that's the number one reason people outside of the northwest know what spokane is
1: yeah well i mean is not it the largest three-on-three tournament in the world i, I think it's the largest one in, 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 america. in america which probably then <laughs> i mean, I mean yeah. unless there's one in lima sure um but uh, also, I mean, Gonzaga, right? I mean, at this point, Gonzaga is a pretty big arrow pointing to sure. the city of Spokane. But no question, HoopFest is is as big as it gets. 6,000 teams last year. They have it in June. End of June was the original date it was scheduled for. That date has now been moved back to August uh, uh, 22nd and 23rd. My question... Now, I've been I've never played in HoopFest, but I have attended HoopFest in a couple of different years. And even in June... Good luck. I mean, there's not enough water on Earth to cool off this crew of people when it's, you know, 90 or whatever on the blacktop. August, end of August is absolutely the peak of this thing. And I'm just sitting here going, really? Like, I mean, we're heading into dangerous territory playing outside in Spokane, Washington on the streets of Spokane, the end of August. Good luck. I you know, God bless you if you want to play. I know it's a I will not be going to Hoop Fest in August in Spokane, thank you.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, we're all about uh, the public safety right now. I think this is more dangerous than anything <laughs> Lazarus, that we're going through right now. Yeah, this, I mean the
1: uh, the the sixty plus uh uh you know
0: bracket, how's that gonna right, go? I, like I told you earlier, we should have a little Fundraiser where people bet to
1: see how long you and I could make it out oh, there. It's, I mean, I I don't know that I would get to the you opening think you, tip. You think you'd die? <laughs> I mean, it, it's. It, I I know that I won't because I'm not going to do this. That. So that's <laughs> that's a bad idea. That's a bad plan. Well, hopefully
0: hoopers can go on because it's a gigantic. I mean we talk about the the economic impact that sports have in places like Missoula and Bozeman and the college towns and, and especially you know some of the other towns when yeah. state, they host state tournaments but this is a 50 million dollar impact in right Spokane. it's a I big mean, deal absolutely it's a huge deal so and i know it's it's just a great place for everybody to kind of gather it's fun, too yeah. and so you know it'll be a bummer that if it doesn't happen a couple other cancellations in the montana front the governor's cup was set to have its 47th annual race in helena and it's kind of the start of summer race in the capital city June and 12th and 13th. It's been canceled. Uh so that's a real bummer. And then the Shoreder Classic, the air soccer classic. This actually it, it's the high school all-star games that make me the most sad cuz this is literally the only time you're ever going to be able to do this, right? Like you're never going to be able to go play in the high school soccer all-star in the, game
1: in the next one There's or the, whatever, yeah, it's right, like, right? It's right. just
0: over for you. Yeah. It's it's a, the Shoreder Classic is a seniors only soccer game. Oh, the best in Montana. Yep. And it's always a fun, great event. And for most of the kids, the last time they ever play organized soccer, but now they don't get to. So that that's been canceled as well. I mean, the the runs being canceled, it, it's it's too bad because those are great, you know, economic stimulators as well as just healthy community events. But
1: there's many of. But them. there's many yeah, of them,
0: yeah. and you know, you can always just go run. It's not like you can just not run even if you can't participate in a sponsored run.
1: The All-Star Games, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, By the way, for the runners uh, out there in the world, for what it's worth, the Bloomsday, which has about 40,000, and Bloomsday is huge in Spokane as well, Uh, That has not been canceled. It has been moved to September 20th. See, that Uh, sounds a lot
0: better. Yeah. September 20th, way better than It's amazing how how much
1: a difference three weeks at least feels like it would be. Uh, Bloomsday, that's my first memory of Spokane. My grandmother Mm. ran in the Bloomsday race uh, once upon a day. And so uh, I remember that going to the uh, carousel and and doing the whole thing. So uh, that's out there on the uh, 20th. All right. Very good. Hour number one in the books. Hour two straight ahead, Aaron Best, the head coach of the Eastern Washington Eagles football team. He's now a year and a half removed from an appearance in the FBS national, FCS excuse me, National Championship game. And uh, last year did not have the season that they were looking to have, looking to bounce back now. He joined us earlier today. We'll bring that interview to you right after this. <laughs>